Welcome to Folk Tales, a podcast series for anyone who loves spending time on, in or by the water. I'm Dominic Zamet, Director at Boat Folk, and throughout this series I'll be speaking with guests from our coastal communities to hear their stories and to learn what life on the water means to them. I hope you enjoy listening. Welcome to Folk Tales. My name is Marisa and I'm the marketing and events executive for Boat Point, part of the Boat Folk family. And we look after the boat sales and boat brokerage. Today, we're going to be joined by Tim Norris, who's one of our senior yacht brokers here at the Boat Point Hamble office. Hi, Tim. Hi there, how are you doing? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Thank you very much for um, joining me today. Just like to find out a little bit more about what you do in your day-to-day work. First things first, can you tell us a little bit more about you, your background, where you grew up and what you've been up to really? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, my background, I've, I've been around boats pretty much my whole life. Uh, I grew up locally here in Warsash on the Hamble River, but originally from Birmingham, not that anyone could tell because I've lost my accent. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I've, yeah, that one disappeared. But um, yeah, I've always, always really been around boats with the way I've lived and and, and that's kind of been my hobby and, and my fun, which yeah led to this job. Okay. So what, have you always been local to the area then? Yeah, I've always been fairly local since a, a youngest age and sailing ar- around here. Um, and, and that's sort of kind of always been my sort of hobby. Okay, nice. So um, so you said about sailing. Um, how did you start getting into sailing and kind of what prompted you? I learned actually to sail through the Sea Scouts and uh, the local sailing club. Uh, just starts off with the little the tiny dinghies that you see um, out of the water off to the no wind. And oh, from there, I, yeah, it was good fun. All, all my best memories, certainly from that age, are, are all on the water. That actually led to me getting really into water sports as a whole. So, yeah, anything on the water, you'll probably find me doing. And eventually led to my degree at Plymouth University. So everything I talk about seems to be about water or the boats, at least. <laughs> I love it. Probably water, baby. So what sort of hobbies and things do you do on the water? Are you into, when you said about doing water sports, are there any particular sports that you, you do on a regular basis? Yeah, I'm, it's all weather dependent. So if there's no wind, I'm paddle boarding or out on the motorboat. If there's a little bit of wind, I'll be out sailing. And if there's a lot of wind and rain, I'm normally out on a windsurfer or a wing foil. So if whatever the weather's chucking out, I'll find something that to, to do in that weather, certainly. <laughs> right. Well, makes sense. Certainly makes sense how you got into yacht broking, that's for sure. So how long have you worked for Boat Point now? So I joined Boat Point formally in August last year, 21. But I've been yacht broking for a previous company, Y-Boat, since April 2016, where I started as a trainee right at the bottom. Nice. Oh, and how was that being a trainee, being a newbie? It was certainly a learning curve, yeah, coming in and having to, to learn about the whole process from start to finish, from listing to negotiating, selling and completing. And uh, yeah, certainly a whole new world to get into. But it was very exciting. It certainly didn't put me off. Uh, it took me a, a little while to get my first boat sold, a couple of months, but I think that's normal for everyone, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A couple of months is, is pretty impressive stuff as well. So for anybody who might be thinking about getting into yacht broking, or they're just sort of generally interested in learning a little bit more about your day-to-day life, can you give us a little bit of an overview of what a day in the life of a yacht broker kind of looks like? Yeah, um, every day seems to be different. 
I know a lot of people probably say that about their job, but it certainly is the case in ours. We tried yeah. to plan it out a little bit, but it never seems to go to plan. But generally, we would, yeah, we'd come in, we'd start off with a good cup of tea because I, I think get anything done. Uh, plan out what viewings or deals we're trying to work on, and 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 through the day, see what sea trials we've got. Like we had one this morning in the office, and then by the end of the day, we started to pick up on on the inquiries that haven't been dealt with, or or looking for listings and typing up boat adverts. So a bit of everything really and you never have a set structure but that's probably what keeps me interested is no two days are the same yeah yeah no I love having days like that at work there's a lot of variation in marketing and events as well but brokerage sounds really really interesting so what does a great day look like for you then a great day for me would definitely be when we get an opportunity to get out on the water with customers if there's a bit of sunshine that would certainly help but often isn't the case I think a lot of people the shared passion is actually being on the water rather than just talking about the boats so yeah any opportunity to get out of the water we we fight for it we jump for it here in the office and uh you'll find it doesn't matter what it is sailing boat motorboat whatever just just getting out there is actually what really makes it quite nice yeah 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 it's really sort of about getting out on the water so when you are out and about what's your favorite kind of boats that you like to get out on when you get involved on the water uh when it comes to work absolutely anything but uh, for me, it's more the sailing front. Uh, I definitely prefer the sailing boat. So especially stuff that races or things that go quite fast, uh, that always gets me going. Um, something that's quite powerful and you can yeah, you can push the boat and, and actually have a, yeah, a bit of fun. I'm not the slow pace sort of life person generally. So cruising doesn't always sit that well for me. But I'm sure I've got many years ahead of me to do that uh, in my later life. <laughs> I imagine um, not sitting back and cruising around too much is probably one of the things that adds to you being so good at your job as well. You probably need a bit of that passion and drive every day. So then what is one of your most favourite parts of your job, I should say? Yeah, just being being around boats or the passion you share with people. There's some absolutely brilliant stories that come in from from people that have done some amazing voyages or trips or experiences, whether that's locally here in the UK or further afield and actually be able to get on and do those those trips yourself. They're the sort of things that you, you really pick up on and, and just kind of find top off how a really good role this is to do yeah yeah um and then i guess on the flip side really is some of those challenging and the more challenging days how do you deal with those yeah we absolutely have challenging days things either go wrong in negotiations and deals or and come up on on things and it's just managing and dealing with those situations i find actually just taking a breath stepping back from it assessing what what needs prioritizing in that situation really does help they're probably the the biggest things to deal with there's obviously a lot of emotion that goes with purchasing a boat it's a it's a luxury item and um, you want to make sure the customer gets it right and you help them through the whole process so making sure you're professional the whole time is is also really important and and just remember to keep that hat on in the right way as such yeah yeah so when you're speaking with the customers are there any needs and wants that you feel as though you've come across kind of multiple times so far in your career yes it's a lot of it is trying to find the best option for them within their budget so if they've come in and they've told you what they've got and and actually trying to help them find that right boat 
And eventually, with pretty much every deal, something might come up that makes it a little harder for them to to want to go ahead with the purchase. Something's come up on a survey or whatnot, and actually working through them and reassuring them that actually, in the end of the day, it's going to be a right. It's going to need a way around thinking of it. They're often the hardest points and trying to manage that. But every deal is possible. It's always an outcome that's generally good for everybody. So trying to find that one certainly. Yeah. So it's really just looking working out what the needs are and and that's i guess what so what is it the needs that you come across tend to be similar or you know because what we wanted to get at really is whether or not there were similar issues that you see coming up repeatedly a little bit we see with our site we're generally a sailing boat brokerage we do a lot more sailing than power so some of the related issues that come up with owning a sailing boat over a power boat would probably be the more common thing for us and okay. it's just working through that so and a case of also just understanding the communication they're one of the bigger factors to deal with so making sure everyone's got all the information so they all make informed correct decision and, and hopefully moving forward yeah <laughs> um great so for anybody who um and any of our listeners out there who might be looking to make their first purchase for a boat do you have any tips for them where do they start Ah, uh, yes. So buying a first boat can be a very daunting and complicated process. I would strongly suggest getting to know your broker. Uh, your local broker can make a lot of difference as they really can work with you and for you to find the right boat. When it comes down to act to which make and model, you just need to get on board a few, actually go and sit in them, sit in the cockpits, the saloons, work out if it's going to do what you want out of the boat. And then finally, it's paperwork, really. It's ever so important to get, make sure you've got the right paperwork there. Check that's all correct. Check you've got the correct VAT status, RCD, et cetera. And, and then you should be fine. After that process, having the surveys and things, they all can be worked out um, with, through your broker with the vendor. But the main yeah. thing is just make sure you're comfortable with what you're getting and it should be fine. Yeah. So it's all about finding that perfect boat, really, and matching people with that. Yeah, as best you can. I mean, I don't think there's a perfect boat out there uh, for anyone because everyone's got such different requirements out of out of it. So yeah, finding the one that is going to suit your needs the best within your budget, uh, it might take a little bit of time or you might stumble across it quickly. But uh, once you do find it, generally things go pretty smoothly. But uh, just doing those huge background checks beforehand can be sensible. Yeah. Well, perfection is always hard to um, hard to find, isn't it? So what about you? What are your favourite features? You said that you um, really like sailing boats and racing. What are your sort of favourite features that you go for when you're looking for a good sailing boat? For me, it's something that's exciting to sail. I actually find the smaller racing yachts a lot more fun and interactive over uh, the larger ones, which look much more impressive on the water, but actually they become a little bit more tedious to sail. So for me, something smaller and exciting can actually be really good. And if you're looking for a race boat in particular, if you do happen to come across a little bandit boat on the ratings, that's always a nice little one to have up your sleeve as well, that you know you're going yeah. to do really well in the results. But uh, anything really, it could be of any age, not just these brand new modern, super sexy looking boats, but also some of these older ones, they do sell very well. They got the design right the first time and they often can't be improved. So there's lots of things out there that would always appeal to me for what I want for out of the boat. <laughs> yeah, love it. Um, inspiring 
meet him, definitely. So, yeah, I guess the last point, really, that I'd um, just like to ask you, really, is um, what advice you would give to any person out there who's looking to perhaps start a career in boat brokerage and yacht broking? Yeah, I think just go for it. It's a great career, very rewarding to be around such interesting and a passionate industry that is boats. Broken is a great way to meet people. You get to yeah have a lot of conversations with a lot of interesting people and uh, meet some great connections then and can get yourself on the water as well with owners of boats. So it's a great one to go for. It's rewarding. It's great career progression, uh, moving up, selling into new boats, which can be exciting. It shows as well. So I would I would encourage everybody to do it if, if there was enough boats out there. But uh, yeah, it's certainly a good one to get into. Yeah, it's definitely, for me, I can definitely certainly echo that. It's very, very rewarding being around passionate people and being close to the water. So um, yeah, thank you very, very much for your time this afternoon and for just talking to us a little bit about what you do in your job what's inspired you and helping us understand a little bit more about what it means to be a yacht broker so thank you so much tim and i will speak to you soon okay bye-bye thanks bye hope you enjoyed this episode of folk tales and join us for the next episode soon